This is Jacob Hedges speaking for the False Nine Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, today, I got Chris Hassel with me, the man himself. Hello. Um, we do not have with us uh, Zach and Duke. Uh, much love to the both of them. Um, but uh, for the rest of this podcast, it's just going to be me and Chris here. So, um, last week for me, it was spring break, so uh, I wasn't in town. and uh, So, we took a week off. Um, so we're going to re- be recapping here, uh, both the Portland game and the New England game for FC Cincinnati here. So without, uh, further ado, uh, we won three, nothing over the Portland Timbers, which was a fucking smashing grab performance. First home game of the season. Yep. And I mean, it was just a, a route, a routing. Everything went the, right. The Everything went right. Yeah. I mean, it was just the perfect, perfect storm of a expansion team's MLS debut at home. I agree. Um, and I was very close on our, the score prediction for that one. I had said 2 nothing, Um. here. And what what did you say, Chris? What was your prediction for the Portland game? I believe I said 2-1. 2-1. Mm. I, I know... Someone said two two. I think it was Zach. He said two two or two one. No, one I think I think Zach may have said three two because he said I remember three him two. saying it was going to be a yeah. he, he thought it was going to be a high scoring affair. So yeah. he had said three yeah. two. But. For sure, I do remember that now. Um, so n- none of us got it right. So we'll just chalk that week up as a loss for the score predictions here. Um, and then we were gone to uh, give a score prediction for our two zero win over uh, the New England Revolutions. Which, that was a f- uh, interesting game to watch, to say the least. A great game for FC Cincinnati and the boys. A game they I'd definitely like to... should have won because New England is oh, yeah. not that good at all. <laughs> well, and you got to think, um, there was maybe I, I I couldn't I couldn't really find the number here. I'm sure it's somewhere, but um, their attendance at the game was like under. If I I think it was under like fifteen thousand. Yeah, it like was. I got it, and that's what I was saying. Like, uh, I think I said it a couple weeks ago. Um, it was after the Atlanta game because it was part of mm-hmm. that big old MLS <coughs> games highlight for that week. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, half the half the stadiums around this league they're ghost towns, so it's kind of sad and pretty pathetic. I mean, can, all things considered, I mean, it looks like, you know, it's almost like going to, uh, for any Cincinnati folks who understand, it's like going to a Cyclones game in, like, the middle of the week, just empty. But, yeah, I mean, you know, on a bigger stage, a p- professional soccer in the United States, it's kind of sad to see that. But it doesn't matter because that's not our house. That's that's someone else's problem. <laughs> Well, and you know, doesn't uh same guy that owns the uh Patriots own the Revolutions? Yeah, Robert Kraft. And so it's his it's his own problem he's gotta deal with. Um so let's just go ahead and focus on Portland first. I do wanna make a comment about the MLS just just later. We'll save that for later though. Um But we had a sold out crowd. Our home opener, we had thirty two thousand two hundred and fifty people and I'm sure more people got in somehow. Right. Um, 
We gained international attention. Yes, we did. I saw that on BBC. (laughs) The the march that we did was insane. And just the entire atmosphere for the game was buzzing, electric. Um, it was it was something to see. Uh, just BBC in, in particular, British Broadcasting Channel, or whatever the hell. There's so many acronyms for BBC, <laughs> man. I, I get confused in the in the midst. But um, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. The I I would say the rest of the MLS is a little salty. Uh, just. Uh, more so the lower teams like New England Revolution. <coughs> but, um, you know, only Atlanta and Seattle are really putting up uh, the numbers that we're putting up right now. So I was, I was going to say, I, you know who I hope's really salty about it? Columbus. Mm. Mm. Columbus. Oh, they, <laughs> they sure got to be pretty pissed. Man, ever, <laughs> si- ever since that Carolina Challenge Cup, where they were just clowning on Twitter. It's just, I just have this vitriol and animosity towards Columbus now that I don't think will ever die. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and, you know, speculation is speculation, but the crew really just has uh, Trap and Zardes. Yeah. That's really it. So, um... I'm excited for those games against them. You know, we'll have a lot of games in between. Yep. Before those two games, but then I, we just have one game. We play them at home, and then we play s- somewhere, and then we go to Columbus, like the week after. But uh, it'll be pretty intense. Yeah, well. Um, so I just want to put on record that it is. Currently, me with the only correct score prediction. Um, before I just wanted to mention that before we moved on to anything else. Noted. Um, but I, I just have the one point. No one else has any. So I'm still the undisputed uh, score prediction master. Um, so anyways, on a different note, um, the New England game was uh, quite something, I would say. Um, I wasn't prepared uh to have a struggle to watch the game uh but fortunately me living down uh not in cincinnati and down south here uh in the in a on a on a farm down here uh the game was blacked out for me on espn plus which i didn't know that was going to be an issue just because i didn't i didn't think it would be i paid for espn plus now um on further further inspection i figured out that the mls who is the one that kind of prioritizes the games and where they're blacked out and where they're not and it's like kind of them so with that being said you know the mls is just i mean that's a, a major league soccer match is it not yep and so with all the other major league soccer matches that were able i was able to stream you know, um, I was pretty salty. And so eventually, uh, about 30 minutes after the first half had started, uh, I had found a stream on Facebook, on MLS Streams. So I was able to watch the game, and it was 
it was on time live with like the, my my score updates everything so that was nice uh, pretty that was pretty swell once I found it I, I was I was pretty salty uh, during the whole thing because like I just didn't expect that uh, circumstance while trying to watch a MLS game I guess because I have to do that crap on the, some of the uh, some of the lower like Chelsea games you know when right. I'm like if Ch- Chelsea in the EFL Cup or fucking you know anything like, uh, of that matter uh, and you know <coughs> it would be difficult to find uh legal free stream well uh, but that's uh that's a shame though that you know even i can i can stream dortmund games you know they're in freaking germany like i can stream dortmund yeah. games no problem but i struggle to find fc cincinnati games yeah well, to be able that's... to just literally go and stream it and i live in cincinnati like i mean what the mls is doing really is they're just kind of shooting themselves in the foot for exposure because i mean if you limit to see if you limit who can see the the game and where to find the game like you're not gonna have people watching games and 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 the and the thing is there was no march uh i i I, there might have been march madness that that day i i i can't really remember right but um you know I can watch Chelsea games pretty fair. Like I pay for uh, Bleacher Report Live, which provides not only Chelsea but you know almost every European uh, Champions League or Europa League right. content. And sometimes they'll even provide uh, Premier League matches. Um, but uh, it's a lot easier, and I, I would say that in contrast. Uh, and it's it's not a big game. It's FC Cincinnati versus New England Revolution. No, it's not big, but you know, but it's it's the it's just kind of the fact that here we are with all these streaming capabilities, and the streaming service they're trying to get us to use is thirty dollars a month. And I, I was reading all over Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> shout out all to Flo over Sports. the place <laughs> that it some it wasn't working for some people. Like it it just wouldn't load. Nothing would mm. show up. It would say it's there. They'd click on it. And then it open up, and it, it would just be a, like a black screen, and and so it's like, I'm glad I didn't spend thirty dollars. Uh, yeah, and I, I can and I won't and pay thirty dollars a I month won't. for that because I got on their Twitter account. They had one thousand two hundred sixty four followers. So, <laughs> you know, maybe they're trying to help them out, but there's been a lot of complaints with the company, and the fa- and it it's charging so much, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it shouldn't. Anyways, that I just wanted to take that side side note off of the discussion of FC Cincinnati and onto the MLS because it was very frustrating for me as a fan to not be able to watch my team with all the all the outlets that we have, whether it's TV, streaming, anything, uh, and I just wasn't able to. So that that was a little frustrating. But let's get into the actual game here for the New England Revolution. Let's get off of this. Uh, rant here uh we did we've never seen the formation uh prior in the mls this formation it was a uh four two 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 oh okay interesting um and i know ledesma started mane started let me look up the actual lineup i didn't have it pulled up so shame on me but if anything, you know, 
I'll just take a second. Mane's goal awarded MLS goal of the week. <laughs> Get fucked, dude. <laughs> dude, the, the mag on, nutmeg on the keeper. Well, that actually, um, that makes it two weeks in a row now an FC Cincinnati player has won goal of the week because Alan Cruz won it against Portland. Yep. And and then what? we won the goal of the week the first week. Or, yeah, the first week against Seattle, too. No way. Bertone did. Yeah, Bertone <laughs> won that. So what, we've won f- uh, three Three out of out the of four, four of the first weeks has been we've an FC Cincinnati player. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, let me... I'm just going to have to search on the MLS's uh, FC Cincinnati website here. Uh, line up. Here we go. Give me just a second. Live out here in the Bayney. Sometimes the Wi-Fi is a little slow. Um, so we had Lasso starting, which that was my favorite uh, thing to see on this entire lineup. Honestly. Yep. Goal of the, I mean, goal. Fucking, we've been talking about goal of the week. Uh, defender of the season in the UCL. USL. USL. <laughs> yep, USL. Listen, yeah, we just got to. Roll with it, you know. You roll with the punches, um, just like Lasso does. Anyways, huh. excuse me for my wrong acronym. There's been a lot of acronyms. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe said. one day FC Cincinnati will get to play in the uh, UCL. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, they're they're trying. They're trying to do something. I know UEFA's trying to do something, but. They're, what they have going on now is kind of cool, but it's like, eh. God, I would not want to play Juventus or any of those top-tier clubs, honestly. But imagine if, like, that it became a thing. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I know imagine. I know Europeans would not like that at all. They would not <laughs> like that at all. They would be oh, so it, pissed oh, that we Americans are – that we, we Yankees are – invading their territory their their sanctity that is the Not uefa's any champions yeah. league <clears throat> it'd probably be the europa league they give us the europa league we could beat some teams in the europa league yeah we could for sure without a doubt but let's get back onto this lineup um and i want to apologize again for using the wrong acronym Def- <sighs> defender of the season for the usl Thank mr you. fucking lasso is that what the uh, f stands for for <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we had uh, fucking Garza, captain. That was nice to see. I didn't. That was cool. It's cr- I didn't expect him to get the captain's band because I knew Waston was going to be out uh, with uh, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. But um, Bertone obviously got the start. I think Bertone and Uola are going to start every game for the season. Every yeah, game. Knock on wood. Uh, but um, then we had Llama and as well as Haglund. Safe started. Uh, safe uh, started. Mane. Mane. And then we had Richie in goal here. And uh, it was uh, quite something to see that lineup and just see how they played. The club, it says right here, the club would rotate between a 4-4-2 and a 4-2-3-1, which is similar to the draw at Atlanta United FC, and the win against Portland Timbers. Um, 
So, you know, Addy wasn't in the lineup. Teton wasn't in the lineup. Uh, uh, Cruz was gone. Maddox, Pal, Amaya. So, it was nice to see how fucking awesome uh, Safe was. Lord, he was running all over the pitch. I mean, I'm sitting here watching it, and mind you, I started watching about 30 minutes in. Uh, It was incredible. He was dictating everything we did every time he got the ball. Like, the players knew where to go, and if even if there was a slight chance for a pass, he was making that pass. Mm-hmm. He was forcing our attackers to just attack, attack, attack. Right. And and that's – it was awesome, you know. Um, Ledesma, Mane, and uh, Lama, they all played rather well. I'd, obvi- I thought Mane had a better game than Ledesma, but Ledesma did very well for his first MLS start. Yep. Um, I think Ledesma did better than Llama. I don't have the uh, match ratings here for him, which I can look up. But that that's my personal thing. That was my personal. Deplon looked good in the right back, his natural position. Garza looked great in left back, as we all expected he would. Um, I have been waiting to see him start yes. at. I've been saying it for yes. weeks. I want Garza on the left. Pulling on the right, just start from there. So it's nice that he's healthy. Good to have him back. Which all credit to Deplon. I mean, he—you put him on either side, he's solid. And it's exactly. And I think he could even, if God forbid, we have any injuries, I think he'll be able to really slot in anywhere we need him. Yeah. He looks like a pretty well-rounded player. He's able to make crosses. He's able to run the ball dribble around uh, opponents and do really anything you ask of him and tell him to do. So he's one of those players that I'm glad we signed. And one of the things that I think uh, separated FC Cincinnati's whole offseason with you know signing everyone they did is we signed so many, like, international players. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't... Like, we just went with MLS players. Like, right. you know, Deplon, Teton. Uh, Bertone. Bert- Bertone. Uh, Coming from fuck. young boys. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's a... And, and that's size, a UCL and quality well. team. And he, he has UC, UCL quality skills. So, that's... I mean, all of these signings were... They were huge. I mean... They were huge. It was almost signings. unbelievable to see each name roll in <clears throat> as, they, yeah. as they signed him. Like, all right. No way. Like... <laughs> All right, come on, stop. Like, you tell me we signed all these dudes? Yeah, yeah, we did. So that's, I mean, that's that's a hats off to the front office for FC Cincinnati going out, and past you know, yeah, past the shores and going to find quality players, which is you know what they needed to do. And I do want to uh, mention here that we did. Let me pull it up because I, I don't want to say a wrong name and I want to. I want to be able to read it, but we did just sign an ex-Manchester United um, sports performance expert, Gary Walker, as the club's first director of sports performance. Um, Interesting. He, he He's worked at Manchester United, I don't know how long, but for a long time. 
Um, and so now he's here. He's ready to make things happen over here. So that's pretty cool to see. Just to be able to get attract people like that to our club. Yeah. You know, it's saying something. And I think the next 20 years, I think everyone in the world will know FC Cincinnati. Oh, they already do now. <laughs> yeah, they do. Four Most games in. Getting international that's attention. Saying. That's I mean, that's crazy. Not much, but enough. <laughs> so you tell me this. Do you have a, a predicted lineup? Nope. For the game against Philly this weekend on Saturday? <clears throat> um, I can think of one. We're going to have all our international guys back, correct? Yep. Uh... Deplon, Hagland, Waston, Garza gonna get the start. Uh, Uyoa and Bertone gonna get the start. Um, <clears throat> uh, hold on. How is any update on Fernando Adi? Is he healthy from his injury against uh, Portland? He he was out on international duty, so I would assume. He okay. Was. Um, then probably safe. Mane. Cruz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cruz is a fucking badass. He's got to be in the lineup, especially against Philadelphia. Yeah. After that back heel goal, one goal of the week, man. That goal is fucking awesome. I was in Florida and I was <laughs> streaming it through ESPN Plus on my <laughs> damn laptop down there in Florida, you know. But, anyways. Um, um And then Addy and. Yeah. Probably it's Spencer Ritchie. It's got to be Spencer Ritchie because I think Teton's still out with that hamstring injury, dude. I don't know how long he'll be out. I, Which, I mean, that's really fine. I mean, time Ritchie's given us two shutouts now. and Yep. I mean, his saves, uh, his saves against Portland, dude. <sighs> High quality. High quality saves. Nasty saves. Um, so looking at what I've written down here for my predicted lineup, I had Richie in uh, goal. Um, but if Teton is healthy, because we don't know, right? If he is healthy, I think he'll start because it's home game. But I could be wrong. Um, but I'm going with Richie. Um, then I put Garza as right, uh, left back, Waston, and Hagland center backs, and Deplon as our right back. And then I have Uola and Bertone in the midfield. I think we're going to go with the 4-2-3-1 with Uola and Bertone, those two midfielders. Mm -hmm. um, Cruz is our uh, right wing. Yep. Mane as our cam, center attacking mid. Uh, Saif as our left mid or left wing, depending on how we're going after it. And then Addy up top because I think he'll be playing. It's going to be Addy or Maddox. I, I really think it could be either of them. And I really, I really hope just whoever it is, uh, I really want their conf. I really want their confidence like up, and I really they they sh they deserve goals like at this point. Yep, they do. They don't need goals. I mean, they don't they just don't need, need goals. Them. They they deserve some goals at this point. Exactly. <laughs> and I think they'll probably get on the score sheet here against Philly. So I'm looking at Philadelphia's games here. 
Oh, yeah, that's that's all you. Three-one to Toronto. They've lost one. They tied one-one with Atlanta United, so that shows they do have some kind of backbone. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost two-nothing to Sporting Kansas City uh, the week before the Atlanta United game. They had a red card as well, and then they beat Columbus Crew three-nothing. Which really is that saying anything? <laughs> I don't know. Um, they do have uh, Bedoya, who's pretty good. Um, yeah, they were. I watched a little bit of the highlights of their game against the Crew, and uh, they you, they are fast on that counter. They they tore that defense up. Do you know what uh, they're what? formation they've been playing i have no idea okay i'm looking it up because i'll need that information credit uh no god damn it I'll be able to edit this out, just FYI, this, this silence. Um, they've been doing the lineup we've been doing, that 4 2 3 one Okay. Like they've been doing that all season. So, well, actually, hell, when, what game was this? <coughs> I don't know what game this was, but they went with a, a 4 3 one, two which is two strikers, an attacking midfielder, two midfielders, like two just central midfielders, a center defensive midfielder, and then a four-back line. Um, but with that, looking at that, I think my score prediction for this one will be... Drum roll, please. I'm saying we're going to get by with a nice 2-0 victory here. I was going to also say 2-0. I was also going to say 2-0. I, I think with how our de- how solid our defense is right now. Yep. Uh they're going to they're going to need to earn their goals. Especially if Spencer Richie keeps playing out of his absolute just on a whole other plane of existence. <laughs> Plus the back line. If we're starting Garza, Deplon, and then Haglin and Waston. <laughs> Come get it. <laughs> Dude, you're part of the goalkeeper union, man. So Richie's your boy, ain't he? Yeah, he is. He's grown on me. He's gr- he's grown on every fan, I'd yeah. say. Every one of us. Because, honestly, I was most concerned about that. I didn't think he was going to – I should have expected it, but I didn't think he was going to bring what he's brought. Right. I thought, I thought Teton was going to be – our number one, but Richie and his absence has just absolutely two clean sheets already in the two best way he can. Already, um, so let's hope that we can watch this game. Yeah. Number one, no kidding. Um, and you know, other than that, I think it'll be a, a good game to watch. I know General Mission's already sold out. Um, and so that'll be fun to, uh, to watch. I know, uh, Zach was trying to get me to go, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to make it up. So, yeah, I unfortunately work on the weekends. So 
pretty it's much. It's a shame they don't have like weekday games, you know. I think they have, like, a couple throughout the season. If I was <clears throat> seeing that correctly, let me let me just look here real quick. Oh yeah. Well, they. Uh, I just hope we'll be able to watch more games. If if I have to deal with that crap again. And MLS streams on Facebook isn't up and running and showing me my damn FC Cincinnati. Yeah. I will be pretty upset. And there will be a, a rampage bestowed upon the Twitterverse. <laughs> um, so. Ooh. Okay. So the one game I could realistically go to is the home game against Atlanta. On September eighteenth. <laughs> okay. So but they they do have they do have a couple. Uh, I love to go to those fall games, dude. They bring they were, hopefully Mad Tree will be rolling out some uh, blood orange psychopathy. Fuck me up, man. <laughs> God damn, that's <laughs> Lord. I got some in my fridge. I've been saving. I should probably drink them. Lord, now this thirsty Thursday. I might I might just do that. I'll have to give them a nice shake, get all that protein back into it. Lord, I know that they've been sitting forever. Oof. I mean, since October last year, or November, late November. Well, I've heard that beer does age like a fine wine, so. It does, but you have to shake it up, dude, because I poured one out. Anyway, we're not going to talk about this. <laughs> we'll talk about this after. God damn, we're talking about beer on the podcast. Hey, you brought um, it up. I did bring out. I'm not an alcoholic. I swear to God, I rarely drink beer. But when I do, it's fucking delicious and top quality, top of the line. And that's why I'm excited. We should go to that game, and uh, we should enjoy some, uh, some good beers, for nine dollars, ten dollars a piece. Yep. That's how they get you. Anyways, don't um, get me. I'd say that wrap it up. Uh, for the uh, FC Cincinnati discussion this week. Um, I think we touched on some good points there. Um, oh, we need to mention uh, Duke and Zach's score prediction. Yes, yes, yes. The, Get those uh, on the record. Philadelphia Union game here. Let me pull it up. So Zach said it'll be 2-2. Two, two. It'll be... a close match but he's saying it's going to end 2-2 um, Duke has said 2 nothing, 2 Cincy he thinks with me Chris uh, alright so we got 3 guys uh, 3 of us we got 3 2 nothing, and then Zach said 2-2 two, two. so um, with that being said we'll uh, end the FC Cincinnati discussion there so this last couple of like what week and a half 2 weeks uh, there's been an international break for all the uh, European clubs. Yes. So we've been able to watch uh, teams <coughs> like Germany play Netherlands. That was a hell of a game. Yes, it was. Uh, Kimmich with the game winner. Um, and then we we got to watch England and Hudson Adoy make his debut, which was fucking awesome. And Jaden Sancho, uh, man, he tore it up. Yeah, Jaden, <laughs> him and dude, and you know Jaden and fucking. Callum Hudson Adore like best friends too. Uh yeah, I was reading um that man or 
Manchester City has a he technically has a buyback clause in his uh, contract, so Manchester mm-hmm. City could technically pull him at any time. But interesting. Um, I was reading that Dortmund could put a tag or price tag on Sancho to try to get Hudson Odoi. But that is all speculation. Yeah, it no, would just I, be interesting to see that play out. I would hope I not because Sancho is. <laughs> playing lights out for Dortmund. There's been so many different uh, articles come out of different clubs interested in Hudson and Doy, but it's like all, all these articles are just naming like some of the biggest teams in the world. And they're saying <laughs> like more, you know, not, not even the biggest teams in the world, but just more the, the more uh, expensive, like the, I guess the more wealthy clubs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, it's all they I mean, even if half of them are, true and all these and those teams are looking for him it's kind of sad that other teams are valuing him way more than Chelsea is at the moment yeah yeah <laughs> for sure well and I think uh, Chelsea plays uh, I believe Sunday and it's Cardiff City so like it's Cardiff City so I think Hudson Adoy is going to get the start uh, which will be his first start for the Premier League let me pull up the uh because I think it is Sunday. I just want to be sure here. Because I'm on record. I can't sound like a dumbass. Um, yep, Sunday, March 31st, baby. Cardiff City away. So, I'm super excited. I didn't see this. It just came out, I guess, within the last uh, three or four hours. Uh, Iguain retires from Argentina. So... <laughs> That shows you Chelsea's current situation. <laughs> Higuain's a great striker. Don't get me wrong. Hey, Messi came out of retirement like... for Argentina, so I think they're all right. But, 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 <laughs> we have Tammy Abraham on loan, just going off for Aston Villa, which he's going to stay there till the rest of the season. But that's fucking awesome. Now, Batshuayi's doing very well at Crystal Palace, too. So with Chelsea's impending transfer doom and, and transfer fucking ban for two years, I think they're going to pull half of these fucking top name <laughs> players out of the loan list. Because, like, what else are they going to do? They can't sign players. They can only sell players. And if, if Hazard decides to leave for Real Madrid, I will not be mad in the slightest. He's given us years of service, and he is just... I mean, he's equal Drogba's scoring record. I mean, like, come on. Well, he'd have a lot of pressure to be uh, the next Galactico. <laughs> yeah, he would. He would have a lot of pressure. But I also heard they're going to try to sign fucking Neymar or fucking uh, Mbappe. Yeah, I was seeing that Zidane has Mbappe as his number one, number one yeah. target. Which makes sense. Mbappe should be everyone's number one target. Everyone. Um, <laughs> but... You know, I'm not going to be mad. But what that's going to allow for Chelsea is to allow Hudson Adoy to then have that starting left wing spot like Jaden Sancho has at Dortmund. Yeah. Over Pulisic. And then it, with <coughs> William aging, Pedro aging, I think with Pulisic coming in at the summer, that he's going to be a starting right wing easily. And then our strikers either going to have to be Batchawai or Abraham. I don't. Giroud's gonna 
I don't think Giroud's going to stay at Chelsea because I don't think game time's going to be there for him, Mm-mm. really. With Tammy Abraham, Badjuai, and Iguain on the payroll as a striker. Because uh, Iguain's loan will last till I think, January next season. Yeah. Or I, I can't remember. But um, regardless, I think it's going to be tough for Giroud to stay on top with Tammy Abraham and Batshuayi. If either of them are in form, see you later. See you later. They're going to fucking score all kinds of goals. And with Hudson Adoy being so young, showing so much potential already, I mean, the world's on his shoulders. But the thing is, is like he can't let that get to his head. He's just got to, and he, he's got a level head. That's what I really like about Hudson Adoy. He's, he acts like he's been doing it his whole life, you know? Right. So, um, the thing I am excited for is these last span of games. I think we have, what, eight games left in the Premier League. <coughs> Hold on. Uno momento, por favor. Um, there is 30 games, 31 games played. So we have eight to seven games left for some teams. Seven for Chelsea. It's eight games. For from Manchester City all the way down to eighth place, Watford, we've all played 30 games. So mm-hmm. um, Chelsea's in uh, sixth with 57 points. Man United's in uh, fifth with 58. Arsenal's in fourth with 60. Tottenham is in third with 61. Then Manchester City is two points behind Liverpool in second place with 74 points, with Liverpool leading at 76. Now, obviously the close range there is between Tottenham and Chelsea. Chelsea is four (laughs) points away from third place. It is realistic that they can finish in the top four if any of these teams lose. And if we win every game until the end of the season, we will end in the top four. That's just how it's going to happen. Right. At At this point, your goal is Champions League. Yeah, I mean, Champions League. And and if even if they show me as a fan that they're trying their fucking hardest, like even if we like I, – because I know we have to play, I think, uh, Man United once more mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Liverpool once more. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be mad, like, if we lost or even tied those games. And, like – but as long as we – like, if we lost 3-2 – like I'm like okay, well at least you know I'm not gonna be upset about it because we still have Europa League now. If we underperform in the Europa League, then I'm gonna want them to finish good in the Premier League because we need Champions League next season. I don't give a fuck, Champions League. That's what it's all about. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, you wanna give me a little rundown on the Bundesliga here? Yeah, uh, it's it is a tight race for. First, uh, eight games left in the season. Bayern and Dortmund both haven't played 26. Um, yeah, it is. Damn. Tied at 60. Bayern has a oh geez, um, seven seven goal difference on Dortmund at the moment, which is, I mean, they, I can't remember who they played two weeks ago. Uh, but they absolutely crushed them. No, oh, they played. They played Mainz. Yeah, six nothing. So, whatever goal difference Dortmund had made up, which they put a dent in. They had. They had it within like two. 
that was all gone because nobody else can nobody else in the Bundesliga can put up any sort of fight to Bayern and it's it's pretty frustrating it's like nobody wants to see you and I I, I, I it's like I'm beating a dead horse over here every single week nobody in the Bundesliga <laughs> wants to see Bayern win another freaking title yet nobody else in the Bundesliga has any chance of putting up a fight <laughs> so it's like uh, uh, but that's that's a, I mean it's it's a fight for first place yeah because I mean the teams are so far behind in points yeah eight games left in the season <sighs> yeah nail biters <laughs> yeah that's what it is that's what it's shaping up to be man lord um I hope that your Borussia Dortmund get all the luck because I'm tired of seeing Bayern Munich win <laughs> did you see that they signed uh What's his last name? Um, for ninety shoot. million. Yeah, Bundesliga record. <laughs> yeah, hold on, I sent it in the group chat. Uh, Lucas Hernandez. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ninety million dollars from Atletico Madrid. That's crazy, <laughs> and it's crazy to think that that broke the Bundesliga record. Well, that I mean uh, that too just shows like, you know, Bayern, with its with its world class not only organization as as a essentially a company but as a bank account mm-hmm. they can they just buy titles every year i mean they can just yep. they can just buy titles every year and it's every year i mean i think that's why people like you know you know i i know dortmund has a huge following uh you know even over here i mean they're they're the underdog every season you know mm-hmm. and uh every season they're the they they only they only seem to be the they seem to be the only ones that can you know they they can beat Bayern they've shown they can beat Bayern you know they've been ahead all season they've been on fire and then they slip man you can't slip they slipped for about two months Bayern just just kept quiet all season and now they're fighting out for first and it's Mm -hmm. frustrating but it is what it is. <laughs> I have faith in your boys with Marco Royce, Christian Pulisic, Jaden Sancho, all of them being in form. I have nothing but good, good hope and good faith for your team here. Yeah, me too. I just just need our defense to clean it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, uh, as most teams do. Right. <laughs> um, I'm a. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, say that Barcelona's won La Liga. They're in ten points ahead of Atletico Madrid. They've won it. Yeah, Juventus won Serie A about three months yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, shit, I'm just going to, even though we never do it, I just want to see with my own eyes the French tables. Oh, Lord. I think PSG <laughs> won about four PSG months ago. PSG won it in the first month, dude. <laughs> God damn. They're headed by 20 points. Oh, my God. <laughs> 77 points. Team in second place, 57 points. <laughs> uh, League one. Come on now. Lord, dude. Uh, that's crazy, man. Uh, shit. Well, do you have any uh, particular international game or anything that happened you want to mention before we uh, sign out of here? Uh, not. No, nothing comes to mind. Alrighty, man. Well, with that being said, I'm going to dip out of here, man. Uh, I'll right. see you all later. 
All right. Well, once again, that'll do it for us on this week's episode. On behalf of me and my co-host this week, thank you for joining us at the Fall Nine Podcast. Be sure to check in next week for a new episode on anything and everything FC Cincinnati and football worldwide. Everyone have a wonderful day. Cincinnati!